Welcome to this segment of Soul, Silence, and Sound. This is brought to you by Be Simply. each and every one of you for being here in this moment. We're going to dive into a little Dharma talk, Suzanne style silence with a little undertones of random rab and sound. So I really appreciate you taking the space to be here and really look in on how you're meeting this world from the inside out. And Today, I wanted to talk to each and every one of you that are tuning in about being human. And this is something that's acknowledged in the East and also in many uh, traditional indigenous tribes that there's a preciousness to being human and there are innate qualities to fully being human. And this would mean that you are working towards and honoring a how sacred it is to be human and that there are some efforts that require one to be mindful with what, how one uses the mind, the physical body and one's speech. And when we're not mindful of those areas, we can get pulled away from our humanness. And right now in humanity, as we've been talking about, you can look many places all over where people are being pulled away, uh, might be yourself included from their humanness. And this is because for many reasons, one, maybe practices weren't in place. Two, I would say collectively humanity has felt exhausted and tested in many different ways while perceptually others are not as tested as maybe one another one might be and so these are those moments that we really want to lean into our humanity into being human and what creates humanity is your heart is your ability to authentically extend love, interdependent love, not codependent love, your ability to extend authentic compassion, your ability to be in equanimity, and your ability to keep your mind in a place of altruism, meaning that you have a propensity, a natural propensity to want to be of service to others without the perception or even an inkling that you will benefit. And so when one puts self aside, a lot of things vanish. And I talk about this in the book I wrote, uh, chapter eight, when it's no longer about you. And that's, that's when the humanness comes in because ultimately in, within this experience, people are being taught 
by mass media to stay out of integrity by grasping at this, that, or the other, which causes suffering not only for self, but potentially for others. It's kind of like if you're thinking, oh, I really want a chocolate donut and I really want that chocolate donut. And then you see one maybe sitting out on a plate in your home and you decide you're going to take it. Yet you forget to ask the other people in the house that you live with if it was meant for someone else, especially since it was laying out. And so this is how society has the climax that we're at is there's been so much grasping on an individual, but then that's amassed into kind of a very grotesque form of grasping for power and wanting to be in charge and control. And things become, as I mentioned, more and more artificial, which that is keeping one away from your humanness. And so if you're longing for community, if you're longing for connection, if you're longing for intimacy, that's grasping. And the reason that's there is because you've moved away from your humanness. You've moved away from your natural inherent propensity to be of service to others. And this is reminding me once many years back, I was driving down a local road and I came upon two squirrels and one squirrel had been hit by a car before I got there. And the other squirrel was pulling his friend across the road up onto the grass to assist his buddy and held that friend so close. You could see the grief in the squirrel's face. It was one of the sweetest and most tragic things I've seen at the same time. And while one might say animals don't have the same capacity, yet I would say they do, and all energies around us from the trees, the plants, all these living organisms have the ability to love. And then for, you know, a squirrel to, you know, really risk its own life to just give its friend a soft place to transition and to be held. That's, that's humanity being expressed through two squirrels. And in our society, especially with this pushing of, you know, me first, uh, having this pressure to be something and to have a competition that generates greed and jealousy, all of these things that aren't healthy and pull us away from our humanness. And so it is possible in a healthy dynamic with self and others to thrive, to strive, yet to understand that there's infinite room for everyone and that once we remove fear 
from this equation, it's a little bit easier to put down these things that cause suffering. And they all fall under that umbrella of grasping. And as I've talked about before, this grasping starts in the mind and then starts to manifest more through the words and then it starts to manifest through your actions. And especially right now, because we're going into this era of quote unquote manifestation. And so instant manifestation comes with a responsibility, a deeper understanding of cause and effect and to have awareness with what, what one is wanting to manifest and why. And if we go back to that chocolate donut, someone would be, oh, I was just thinking of a chocolate donut and there it is. But without awareness and saying, hey, I should ask my housemates or if I don't live with anyone, where did this come from? There's reasons to have inquiry, even if something's put on your path, just to understand one, what and who and how and where is it connected to? And so as you get clearer on showing up as a human being, it'll be easier to discern and it's simpler. And this is why in a lot of the Eastern studies that it's about an undoing and then naturally these ethics and disciplines rise up because it's like veils being pulled back. You realize as you put the effort the veil gets pulled back and you're clearer. And this really can take place with any um, practice, even through nature, through botany, through science. This can take place even in other theological practices because there's a constant inquiry and there's a motivation so it's similar to your gifts that are innate and unique to you. There becomes a motivation not from anything other than there is a natural connection to that which you are. Let's say you're a carpenter. There's a natural connection. And then if the carpenter that has a natural gifts moves forward with that energy in equanimity, with humanity, with a altruistic heart, it's going to be received different than if someone is moving forward with it with a grasping energy of wanting to uh, take more than their lion's share or move forward in a way that um, it feels grasping even through the, the art form of what's created. And I, I want to share that there are no limits as to what can happen as we move into this era, but there is a responsibility for integrity, ethics, discipline, and humanness. And that humanness is one that has a unique ability to really understand how precious life is. And when you use that understanding in your day-to-day efforts, you will start to see that, wow, this is so precious that the every moment is precious. And 
why wouldn't I want to meet it with my full attention, my full presence? And would I be willing to really focus in on that, which is I'm being called to nourish and what I'm being called to feed in this moment, not only for self, because as you hone those skills, those are something that you will accumulate from one lifetime to the next, but also for the benefit of others, for the benefit of society. And so if inspired, I encourage you to start to think about how human are you? And so when you start to ask yourself that question, how human am I? It gets really kind of interesting because if you realize all the walls that you constructed around maybe a difficult situation that you're in, maybe because you've been hurt, maybe because the world is the way it is in this moment perceptually. However, when we let that all fall away and remember that everything that might have occurred in the past is truly no longer here in the present. And so if you can allow that to be, if it rises up, tend to it, but allow it to be, and then look forward. And if you meet that present moment with that forward gaze, that soft gaze, you will have the opportunity to express your humanness. So what that looks like practically is, are you willing to lead with your heart? Are you willing to trust your intuition? Are you willing to use your voice in a way that is thoughtful and supportive, not only for yourself, but others? Are you willing to wash your mind of anything that degrades your inner landscape? And are you willing to really speak and be that which you are cultivating for yourself and others? And so that expression of humanness then is like the space there, you know, you're building a sauce and there's this nice base. And as you build the sauce, you're going to use that humanness, that preciousness to feed that which you are focused on. If you are an athlete, if you are a chef, if you are a scientist, if you are a preacher, you're going to use that humanness and that diligence to being authentically that. And then that's where this age of mastery starts to take off. That's where people start to learn what it means to manifest in a way that has a check and balance. Because right now we can do anything we want, really. Like there's no limits in our society but ourselves even down to how you exchange and work. Just anything is possible, yet we limit ourselves. 
And the beautiful part is that when we remove the things that diminish energy, because innately we are not designed to diminish energy. It's our eternal being that imposes that on the present moment based on past actions from well before here. And what I mean is you have full potential in this human body to vibrate and resonate and hold the frequency of your divinity, the divinity that's in and around all of us. However, it's that eternal being that sets the stage. And at any time, you can remove all the props on the stage. You can clear the stage, sweep the floor, and build a new backdrop. And invite new energies to come and co-create with you. And so that's what we're being asked to do right now is to actually say, all right, am I ready? And many are saying yes with exhaustion, like they're coming across that finish line. Yet I encourage you, if you can, take a pause, step back, and really evaluate the preciousness of being a human and what your humanity means to you. And once you get clear on what that humanity is, this will allow you to continue to build and step forward and have a deeper trust and knowing about this next phase here on planet Earth. It also will provide you with these anchors into that word of love that I've been talking about too, that you understand that humanness, your humanity is your heart feeding into every moment. And the heart, not the offended heart or the emotional heart or all those, it's, it's the pure energy of the divine leading into every moment. And as you connect to that, you get to be enriched and enrich others in the process. So as we go into this silent meditation, I just encourage you to ask that question again. How human am I? How much humanity do I have? And do I have the propensity and passion to deepen an understanding of what that means? Not only for the benefit of all, but to usher in this next era with integrity, enthusiasm, awareness. Are you ready to experience such beautiful, beautiful opportunities that will ultimately bring us all joy? And I want you really to bring it to the micro. Don't allow the outside world's situations to crowd this meditation. Really bring it in. 
Are you ready to harness your humanity? And remember how precious precious it is to be human. With that being said, rise up into a seated position. Taking a soft, gentle breath into your heart center. And then exhale out. Again, inhale. And exhale. One more inhale. And
gently from there, I welcome you to gently lean back and recline or move fully into Shavasana, a prone position on your back with your palms facing upward as we transition into receiving sound. As you settle in, just take a nice gentle breath into the heart and out. Again, inhale. And exhale. One more inhale and exhale and then continue to follow your natural breathing pattern.
Taking a soft, gentle breath in and out of your heart center. Gently breathing in and out. Again, inhale. And exhale. And one more inhale. And exhale. And then gently from there, you can stay in the position that you are at. And when you're ready, you can rise up to a seated position. And I want to thank each and every one of you just for receiving in this moment. It's really important to practice receiving. So I also want to share with you uh, that no matter how you connect to being human, 
I encourage you to contemplate and be with this. And you can bring in that word humanity to help you with that bridge. And then the other part is how do you like to serve with your mind, with your speech, with your body? And when we use that word serve, it is an opportunity to be of benefit to others. And through that process, you will ultimately be benefiting you. Therefore, being a human means being selfless. So I'll leave it there. And until next time, I want to thank each and every one of you for listening all the way to here. We're going to exit out with a little Kadri Scott. She is coming out with a new song very soon. This one's Fields of Flowers. I also want to thank Random Rav, Dante Marino, and all of you once again for being here. So until next time, this is Suzanne signing out with a full heart, a soft gaze, a gentle smile, a deep bow, and a nice
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.